Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The driver's seat. It's Redemption Day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix. The Drivers' Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. For Kubota, together we are building Australia. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back uh, to the spray <laughs> to the driver's seat. Obviously, Ben Folds, not the biggest fan of uh, Adelaide, it would seem. But uh, hey, look, really? you know, he doesn't know what he's missing, really. But uh, no, welcome back to the driver's seat. <laughs> we do it thanks to our mates at Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. My name is Nims Azort, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. And it's official, we have points on the board, gents. Shots fired. Done. <laughs> Shots fired. And and a pretty good weekend, I thought, all in yeah, all. Yeah, I think so too. It was, it was good racing, particularly on Sunday, late in Sunday's race. But I, I, yeah, I thought it was a great weekend. Well, last year we saw quite a few of the supercars really go in hard and, uh, and tearing off corners and things. It didn't really happen this year. And to be fair, I actually would prefer that, you know, mm. than, than having to see those massive accidents. But um Obviously, Scotty Pye had a little one uh, yep. there in practice, had a suspension failure and hit the wall pretty hard. Jack Smith didn't have a great weekend. <laughs> no, he didn't, no, did he? That's, no. If we're going it's for It's like the, they brought out a list and said, here's all the things that you can do wrong this weekend if you wish. And he went, or throughout the season, and he went, no, I'll do it all, to, all, all this weekend. That's yeah. fine. I'll get it out of the way. Is that just in day one or before Turn practice two? Wow. Blocked in the Kellys, missed the photo. Missed the photo. Got sick. Yeah, Dear ignoring Jack. blue flags, you get that one? Ignoring blue flags, he yeah, got that? Yeah, he yeah, got a yeah. drive-thru for that one. Man. Wow. <laughs> wow, Jack. <laughs> got to sharpen up that He's pencil. He's a bad boy now. He's Isn't taken he? off all those locks. He's got a number one blade all over. <laughs> I did he's see a bad that. boy. Yeah, yeah. Normally, he's got those big, luscious locks yeah, down to his shoulders. He's got, he's got, got the, the mane, look. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, as my son would... Uh, Call it, he's got a mega main, but now main. it's down to uh, down to number one. Do you so. reckon uh, Brad just basically got him and Macaulay in the same barber chair, like strapped him in and said, righto, that's has going. Has Macaulay had a haircut as well, has he? Has he lost the mullet? Oh, he hasn't lost the mullet, but it's been trimmed back from uh, Newcastle. Because <laughs> I've got to say, in all of the years that I've been covering this sport and watching it, that is one of the worst haircuts I have ever seen on Macaulay Jones. <laughs> it is an absolute Barry Crocker. If my and my son's got long hair, right? Goes down to his halfway down his back. If he walked, I'm happy with that. If he walked in with a haircut like Macaulay's, 
I'd strap him down and shave it off. It's <laughs> a dead set shocker, Macca. And Macca, I know you listen to the podcast. You've heard your dad say it on here too, so we're not saying anything that no. you don't already know. But hey, no. let's, we've got to get to some headlines. And remember, you could rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the App Store. Uh, let's start off with the races, guys, because... I'll tell you, it looked pretty same old, same old on Saturday, didn't it? Mm. Well, it does. I mean, we've had changes over the year, over the off-season with aero and the shocks and this, that, and the other thing. But doesn't the cream rise to the top every single time? I mean, Shell, Shell V-Power Racing, Red Bull Holden Racing Team were up there. Erebus were up there for a little while when they weren't knocking into each other. Uh, Will Davo was there. I, I guess, and, and I'm not, I have to qualify this. Am I surprised at the result for Chaz Mostert? No, no, because Walkinshaw traditionally on street circuits uh, do very well. Yep. Um, uh, when we go to the Grand Prix, that to me will be the big test, whether they've got yep. long-loaded corners. Am I happy for Chaz to be there? Absolutely. I thought it was great, really good for the team. Am I surprised? No. Do I think Walkinshaw has been delivered back to the front of the grid? No, not yet. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think the... The the pace that they showed. I mean, Jay, uh, James Courtney was always fast at Adelaide. He mm-hmm. always started strongly. You know, they were always Good at Newcastle. New, yeah, Newcastle. They were fast at uh, Townsville as well. Yeah, um, it's places like Darwin and those sort of places that uh, Queensland Raceway that they really struggle. So yeah, you're not going to see the true Walkinshaw improvement until we get to some of those tracks. We don't go to Phillip Island no, this don't. year, so. No. No. Um, and they were notoriously bad there as well. So uh, yeah. so I think that alleviates one of those issues. But um, always, though, especially come Enduros, it'll be interesting to see how they go at Talon Bend because that's a, a Another long and loaded corner. Long and loaded track. Yep. But uh, Walkinshaw have always been magicians in their strategy. And you always, I mean, last year, James Courtney third at Bathurst as well. So mm-hmm. um, they will always get the car up the front, even if it's not the fastest car. I don't even think he qualified in the shootout last year. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I rate what they do with regard to their, their personnel and their, I guess, decision-making with regarding to strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, as we said, we'll just have to wait and see how they go at those other tracks. Do you, do you reckon, given the results of five Holdens and five Fords in the top ten, do you reckon we've got some kind of parity moving forward now, or is it still too early? I think it's still too early to, to tell. I mean, it's not really a, an aero track, um, Adelaide. We're not going to know until we get... I mean, I still think, and this is up total uh, my own opinion um, from what I can see in regard to split times that sort of thing. I still yep. think the Holden's got the advantage especially um, not in the downforce stakes I think they're fairly similar but I think in the drag stakes I think they're, they're a lot faster down the straight than they show especially at Adelaide where it's only got relatively short straight so yeah. we'll, we'll see at places like Tail and Bend um, maybe we'll see a little bit of that at, uh, at the Grand Prix as well so it'll be interesting to see how they come out Featuring in round two. How would you like to be to be the fuel <laughs> and the spike guy on Van Gisbergen's car when they dropped him with not enough fuel and sent him? Did you see the guy with the hose? Yeah. Just kind of like, yep. oh, it was uh, like, oh, 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 no. oh, 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 oh I'm not going to go and tell Roland. That's going to suck. I love how yeah. Murph, uh, like the commentator is like, I don't think they put enough fuel. And Murph's like, no, nope, they didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, was it, what was it, two seconds worth? Yep. So I think two seconds worth some, a good 10 litres or so. More? Yeah. Uh, it's More? three litres a second. So it's six litres. Six litres. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But even then, I've got to tell you, I thought then listening to SVG's reaction about that, 
Five years ago, he would have blown up Deluxe. He would have melted the radio. But he just came on and he said, okay. When they told him he said he needed to come through again, he went, all right, no yeah. worries, and just did it. He's, uh, he's he, matured a lot, he? is he? a class. I'm telling you, and I've, I know the guy outside of the racetrack. He's a, uh, he's a ripper bloke. Um, and I know he, he cops a lot of flack, especially on the socials um, from fans, which is fine. I mean, we're, mm. we're all, we all get, we all get that. Matty, Matty gets it all the time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but SVG, he's a ripper bloke and he, he is seriously like a, a thinker in the race car. Like he, he's, yeah. he's very clever behind the wheel. He, everything that he does is calculating. I think he drove out, out of the weekend. I think his drive on Sunday was probably the best. Yeah. And obviously he just, Obviously, the it was his own. It wasn't sorry. It wasn't his own drama that obviously yeah. cost him that really good result. I yeah, think it was just that, unfortunate that was series fast. of events, wasn't it? Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah. We'll get to some Penrite power rankings and get you know a bit more detail a bit later on. But uh, you listen to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia. And remember too, if you get your hands on the driver's seat app, there is a fantastic competition we got. You can win. Tickets to the AGP plus there's a whole bunch of added bonuses and whatnot. Hey, there's some good video of us, Matty, actually doing the show down in Adelaide in the in the fishbowl we called it. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. That was an interesting experience. It was very interesting. facing facing the street whilst doing our show is quite confronting. Let me tell you, and some of the sights that you see. Uh, very interesting. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> maybe that's what maybe that's what Ben Folds saw when he wrote the song Adelaide. But uh, <laughs> well, maybe. Get your hands on the driver's seat app. Hit the win page and enter for your chance to win a Formula One 2020 Rolex AGP experience worth nearly 10k. That includes a four-day pass for two people, garage tours, F1 meet and greets, plus pit lane walks too. This is the driver's seat for Kubota Building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota Building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, and together we're building Australia. Right now, though, it's time to get to our feature interview for IMAR Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR. So what Cam Waters has got to do now is to go and grab Austin. But Cam Waters, he's going to feel the pressure of Ben Gisbergen very, very soon. Shane Van Gisbergen, he's in fourth, looking and hunting around the back of Cam Waters. He pokes the nose, but no, he's gone straight ahead at turn seven. And that's the reaction in the garage at Tickford Racing. So well done to McLaughlin, well done to Mostert, and fine work also by Cam Waters. So <laughs> Cam Waters picks up Shane Van Gisbergen, drags him back. Let's bring out our drivers. We'll start with third place today for Cameron Waters from the Monster Energy Racing Team. I'm here to rumble. Tell you what, it's becoming a, a bit of a reoccurring theme here on the show to constantly have a race weekend and talk about Cameron Waters on a podium. He's now the unofficial leader. I do believe, of uh, Tickford Racing. So, yeah, he's getting better and better and better. It's good. It's yeah, very he, good to see. He's certainly doing some great stuff too. And we found out on Sunday as well that Red Bull won't give you wings, but a Monster Energy Mustang can certainly get you back to the pits. Please, <laughs> w- <laughs> please welcome back to the driver's seat. And for the first time in 2020, the one and only Cam Waters. G'day, fellas. How are we? Hey, we're good. You must be good too. That was uh, That was a very, very... 
promising start to the weekend, and you got five stars as an Uber driver at the end of the rating. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, I got five stars, but I haven't been paid yet. So, I was going to um... say, SVG, not a good payer. <laughs> Gee, that's not like motorsport at all, someone not getting paid after doing a good job. Uh, congratulations, oh, no. mate. In, in all seriousness, um, a really solid start to the year for your 2020 campaign. Uh, did it look as easy from the end, or did it look as e- was it as easy on the inside as it looked from the outside? Um, yeah, I guess it's a pretty good start to the year. Obviously, you just want to get through Adelaide and, and not crash and tear the car up. And <laughs> uh, we had a not the best test day. A few issues happened, but um, yeah, we come to I went to Adelaide and the car was pretty strong. Got it better over the weekend, and we probably had good enough pace to be on the podium both days. But um, yeah, to come out of and fourth in the points is um, it's pretty pretty cool. I think uh, I think Matty, looking at it from the outside, it looked easier from the inside because his cool suit worked both days this year. So yes. that was much, and it was and it was a cooler day too. So I mean, Cam, I mean, last year that issue at uh, through Adelaide, it was obviously that cool suit issue where you had to pit. I mean, and threw away those points. This year didn't happen. So really solid start to the year and and uh it's just obviously set you up for the for obviously agp coming up and and the next couple of rounds yeah like it's, you get to adelaide and you just want to get through there and, and not have any mistakes or not have any mechanical failures and obviously last year the cool suit it's such a little thing to go wrong it costs us a lot of points so um yeah really good to get out of the weekend uh, finishing both races up the pointy end um it's probably one of the easier adelaides that i've been in like um, obviously the weather wasn't that hot which kind of helped us as drivers um, last year was, was like torture but I'm um, yeah, pretty happy that it wasn't too hot. Mate tell me uh, the, the off season there was a lot of changes to the cars, a lot of aero changes, what's, uh, we, we've, we've spoken to a few people but what's the what's the car feel like, does it feel markedly different, what is it like to follow another car, in real battle terms, how do the changes stack up? Um well, I guess the first time I drove it, I actually didn't really feel much different, but the, the changes are probably that small. Um, it's probably hard to notice it if you, well, if you back-to-backed it on a test day, you'd probably notice a lot more, but because, you know, we go to New, Newcastle and then three months later, we're back in the car and we drive it again. It, it's pretty hard to, to work out what it is. Um, I feel like the splitters are a, a little bit different how they, how they work, um, but overall, I don't think the downforce is that much different, to be honest. Um, the engine's feel no different, but... The um, the shock absorbers that has been a massive thing. So definitely changing how we're setting the cars up, and they feel a lot more a lot more aggressive. I guess is the best way to put it over the curves and stuff. So it's more about who can kind of work out how to set the car up around the shocks is probably um, probably more the key. I think. Because you, like I was watching some of your interviews over the weekend, they kept asking you, Rihanna and and and. Uh, uh, all the crew were asking you, "How's the car feel with the new shocks? How's the car feel with?" And you were really, yeah. you were really non-committal. Like some of them got out and said, "Yeah, no, they're all right." Some got out and said, "No, nah, I hate them." You were like really non-committal. Was that because you were just trying to really get a handle on it, or you just didn't want to answer it and give it away, or what was that all about? Um, well, we kind of put them in. We didn't really go much slower, so um, we weren't really sure. Um, we we're kind of still probably working out what they were doing for our cars and. And um, yeah, probably a bit non-committal from that that point of view, I guess. Because I didn't really know what they were giving us 100% yet. But um, across the weekend, I think we got a really good grasp on that and and what we need to do to the car to kind of tune for it. So for me, I think it's a really good thing for the sport. It's just you know one less area that the teams have to spend money on. Um, and I think 
this year is going to be so tight. Like obviously the qualifying was so tight on the weekend and um, so many different cars could have been on the podium even both days. So I think as a sport, it's definitely a good thing um, having the control damper. They did uh, just one more question about that before we move on. The, a few Holden teams actually had a, a few issues with the shock absorbers breaking and that sort of thing. Did you guys have any any such issues with that? I know they've limited now uh, for three sets of dampers per car now, whereas before it was it was unlimited. So um, they did struggle to keep, I believe, uh, shock absorbers up to the yeah, teams right. with the, a few of the issues that, that they were having. Did you have any such issues? No, we didn't have um, have any issues at all, which was pretty good across the four cars. Um, yeah, no issues. I think one of the guys clicked them wrong or something, but that's more of just a team thing, learning them again. Um, but yeah, yeah no, no issues, which was um, which is really good, obviously. Supershock had a massive um, task of, of getting all those dampers together and there's always going to be a few little issues straight out of the bat, but um, yeah, for Tickford, there was no issues. I do have something I do want to ask, Righto. which has been playing on my mind a little bit here. Obviously, you're not Chaz, you're not Chaz's teammate. Oh, this you year. took my question. How, damn it. <laughs> how how tempted were you to just Send just return serve after Bathurst last year? Seriously? Yeah, like I was pretty pretty keen to kind of um, get one back on the scoreboard for me, but I thought it was probably best to, to not do that and, and just um, you try and beat him fair and square. But, <laughs> did did um, it cross your mind? Did, like, honestly, did it cross your mind when you were behind him? Did you think, oh, I owe you one? No, <laughs> oh, not really. Like, I'm more about trying to finish the race and not have the car damaged. I think I would have been pretty pretty dirty on myself if I tore the front splitter off it or something, doing something like that. But, um, yeah, I, I stuck my nose in and, and I as soon as he turned down, I knew he knew I wasn't there. So um, I had to get out of it pretty quick. But, yeah, I made sure he knew that I was there in the end. It was um, pretty funny. I don't know what it is, but, like, Chaz and I, we are always racing. doesn't matter where we qualify. It's just, yeah, we're always side by side. Um, there's magnets in the cars, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that is that – when you – before you go out on circuit, is that something that Tim and the rest of the crew – sit down and say, mate, just, you know, just you two have got a history. Just take it easy with each other if you get around each other. Or as professional sportsmen, do you just put put Bathurst behind you now and press on? Yeah, for me, it's just uh, put it behind me and press on. And you never intentionally try and take each other out. It's just more a fact that it, it's happened and, and um, yeah, it's a bit of a sore point, I guess. But, yeah, for us, you, you want to race as hard and as fairly as you can. A bit of rubbins was always good, as long as you don't obviously take each other out. And, you know, if I damage the car and, and not finish it, it's only going to hurt me. So there's no point doing that. But, um, yeah, I guess Chaz and I, we're probably pretty similar. We love racing pretty hard and, and to the death. And, and sometimes it's kind of come off the the, the, the worst end of the stick. So, um, yeah, I think we've just got to temper that a little bit. But, yeah, we laugh about it. Even on the podium, we're laughing about how we're still racing each other um, to this day so hardly. Well, you, you talk about Bathurst, and obviously that leads us into, uh, well, that it's a good segue into the Enduros. We had a chat to Robbo a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Michael Russo is going to be signing up again to co-drive with you uh, at the Enduros. He's pretty keen as mustard. How was it last year having him as your teammate? Yeah, it was awesome to have Cruz as my teammate last year. Obviously, he's got so much experience and um, pretty level-headed dude. So, um, yeah, it was good to get him in and... He kind of operates a little bit different to I am. He's a bit of an angry Italian at times and <laughs> talks with his hands and yells and stuff, which is 
<laughs> bit of an experience, but um, yeah, it was absolutely awesome to be working with him. Awesome dude, and they actually haven't confirmed me to drive or him to drive with me yet. But yeah, I think you can probably work it out. Cam Waters is the only bloke I'll in the leak field. It here. <laughs> yeah, leak, leak it here first here Exclusive on the drivers. Exclusive on the drivers. So <laughs> um, but it, I did notice that last year going into the Enduros, Cam's uh, Cam's gear shifter was beefed up much more than the other cars <laughs> because Curry smashes that thing that hard. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the life went from like twelve months to six months as soon as he signed up. <laughs> the gear shifter, uh, mate. Uh, we ask you this every time you've, you've been on. You've been on a few times now any progress yeah. in your street car i know that you've been building was it an xb coupe or something you were yeah. potting up into a road car give the listeners the update where are we at where is it is it ready to hit the road is it hit the road it's not ready to hit the road but I'm, <laughs> i've got the wheels wheels and stuff are on it so it's um a roller wheels a roller. <laughs> yeah wow. that, that's progress um most of the engine parts are there i'm just waiting for johnny grove from moztex to Hold it together. He's been busy. Um, He's been busy doing a, busy doing an XD engine, mate. Yeah, sorry. The next day. So <laughs> once you give him back to me, that'd be great. Oh, we know <laughs> um, it'll go good, though. Yeah. We know it'll go good. It will go good. So yeah, a little bit of progress. It probably hasn't looked like much, but I think it's going to come together pretty quick. It's when bit... it's finished, will you do us a favour and send a photo of it so we can, you know, in, in what twenty twenty four when it's finished or something like that, <laughs> so we can put it up on the socials. Yeah, maybe if it makes it that, that soon, but <laughs> I need to get a pay increase. Speak to Tim Edwards about it. Right on. Cam, thanks for being our feature interview. Thanks to IMAR Insurance, the tradies, mate, and call 13IMAR or visit imar.com.au. Mate, go well at the AGP in a few weeks' time, and uh, we'll chat soon. Yep, thank you. Thanks for having me. This is the driver's seat for Kubota, building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota, Building Australia. Now, obviously, this is going to be the first time that we do this for 2020 because, well, we've only had one round. But yep. let's go straight into the Penrite Power Rankings. The driver's seat. Penrite Power Rankings. Penrite Oil. Australian owned and made since 1926. Pretty simple. It's kind of like in footy circles where, you know, best on ground gets voted three two and one votes to see depending on their performance so we'll start off with you maddie except uh who who's your three two one for this week he hasn't finished writing them down yet. Okay, well, <laughs> scribbling mine down okay here we go you know Thanks we only for... really did it for all of last year matt remember that <laughs> preparation it was in my mind i was just writing it down thank you well we'll start off, why don't we start off with you steve we'll... all right yeah go on man okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I have written mine down, I'll have you know. Uh, I'm going to say uh, three points goes to Scotty Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, just solid, solid all weekend. Uh, didn't, you know, I, I still don't think that their package is the fastest, but he, he squeezed whatever he needed to out of it to have a second and a first, roll away with the points lead. Um, and obviously the uh, the Adelaide 500 or the Superloop Adelaide 500 uh, trophy for mm-hmm. the weekend. Um SVG, two points, because same again, he had a, a ripper weekend. I think, you know, just because of that, that Sunday race, it was none, none of it was his doing. So I just think that, you know, I was actually tossing up with, with J-Dub as well, but, but J-Dub um, had a cracking, you know, perfect Saturday, mm-hmm. and Sunday just made that one mistake in qualifying and then just couldn't, 
just didn't seem to get his mojo in in Sunday's race to no. move forward. So, yep. uh, so that sort of kicked him off the podium in in my view. So SVG two and Will Davo one. Yep. Um, you know, probably he probably needs more than one to be fair. They they had a, an awesome weekend, and I think that um, uh, I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. That team mm. and uh, and they really showed uh, their Tickford stable mates that um, you know they're going to take no prisoners. So I, I reckon that's great for Will Will and. Uh, Phil Mundy and also the Milwaukee <laughs> racing uh, outfit. Good looking Mustang too. It's one of the very better, cool. It's one of the cool ones. And on I love group. his helmet. How cool is Will D's helmet? You haven't seen it, I don't think, Maddie, have no. you? It's more primarily white. Oh yeah, I've seen it. And just very, very cool old school, but it, it yep. looks looks really good. So mm. Well, I'll do my three, two, one now that I've written them down and got it in my head. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go actually three for Will Davo. Yeah. I think there is so much focus on his Tickford teammates that he flies under the radar just mm. a little bit. Uh, and I think with his results, which I think were as he goes to the mouse very quickly, I think uh, Will was fifth on Saturday and he was fourth, fourth on Sunday. I think he's fourth overall in points. He's fourth overall in points. So I think what that shows to me is really good, strong, solid consistency. You know, that's a that's a damn hard and race for someone that no one expects. Yeah, you know, no, he's fifth. I in, mean, he's fifth in the series, fifth, but yeah, yeah, no one expects it. You know, and well, I, I just think they're working really, really well together. And I, so I gave him three points. And that's not someone that sorry, that's not that's not because they don't expect it because of his ability. Like we all know, no. he's a ripper. It's just, yeah. you, yes, he's with Tickford, but he's still. It's almost like a one car team, yep. I guess, in a way. Mm. Yep. Um, you know, Phil Phil Mundy owns that little franchise, I guess, so to speak, and. Yep. People don't expect those guys to take it to the big teams, and mm. and they do. So I reckon kudos to them, awesome. One so to, three for one, yeah, one to one to mention though too. On Saturday, he drove the wheels of that car when he had a, a fresh Chaz Mostert right behind him on his tail. Yeah. Yep. And any money would have been on Chaz to go and pass him, but no, Will defended like an absolute demon there. Yep. Yeah, I I just reckon he's driving really well. Mm. In fact, had he not made that little mistake on, on Sunday. He'd have been on pole. Yeah. He was odds on to be on pole and he could have just driven away from them. So yeah. uh, very happy with the way he's driving. Two, I gave to Scotty Mack. You know, he won the event, as you rightly say. He's been very distracted recently with what's been going on in America. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought he came well. And I'm going to give one to Cam Waters as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give one to Cam Waters only because... He stopped and gave SVG a ride home, and I thought <laughs> that, that? <laughs> it was so good. And then SVG's pulling gears, yeah, yeah I saw that. As he goes. So from an entertainment point of view, I thought it was great to watch. I actually, and I forgot to ask him in the in the interview that we've all been, and even you, Maddie, um, we've all been, uh, I guess, in the like the 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 team and the sponsor and the corporate sponsor side sure. of things, and what they want, and they're very demanding and all that sort of stuff. Yep. You, you could not have given any more polar opposites there. Oh. You know, you've got a Monster Energy Monster Ford Mustang that pulls over <laughs> and gives the dude that drives the Red Bull Holden Racing totally. Team a yep. lift back to the pits. Yep. I wonder if the corporate guys said anything about that, to be fair. If they did, it would have been Red Bull not happy that a monster car picked up their guy. Yeah. But um, I just thought it was really good. It was good entertainment, and that's what we're all about because I reckon it was good racing all weekend, but it wasn't the best Adelaide 500 we'd ever seen. There you go. That wraps up the Penrite Power Rankings. We do it thanks to Penrite Oil, Australian-owned since 1926. Right now, though, it's time for a brand-new segment where we look back at three talking points from the week. It's the driver's seat podium. Now on the driver's seat. <laughs> The podium. 
And we do it thanks to the Australian-made logo, the mark of Aussie authenticity. Where does <laughs> that, at that, bottle that plug come from? <laughs> you got to have champers on a podium. <laughs> my missus obviously... I was going to say, that's Mrs. My, Max calling. My missus obviously, Brie obviously just rips that cork out that much faster than because... Uh, it doesn't squeak like that. Let me give you the tip. <laughs> but uh, look, let's go. Let three talking points that stood out for me uh, at the Adelaide 500, the Superloop Adelaide 500, the Kelly Racing Mustangs. Now we saw that. Jeez, Louise, they were still putting parts on it down at Tail and Bend on yeah. uh, at, the, yep. at the test day at the BP Ultimate uh, Super Test. But um, so Rick Kelly's currently tenth in the championship. Andre Heimgarten at eleventh, and Rick finished. Both drivers actually finished P10 on each day. Uh, Rick finished P10 in race one. Andre finished P11 on Saturday, P10 on Sunday. And Rick probably could have had a better result, too, if it wasn't for a certain Jay Smith that we uh, mentioned earlier, too. And yeah. uh, and uh, ignoring a, a yellow flag. But uh, how do you think that the Kellys are going to go in 2020? Dangerously good. Yeah. Da- to, to, put, to put together what they've done, the amount of hours they've worked, the reliability of the cars, all that kind of thing, I think it was an absolute credit. Uh, I think they should be very happy with the results. You know, they would have gone to their sponsors this year and said, oh, look, we think we're going to be okay, but we don't know. So I think for them, that was a definite win. I think that was a brilliant a brilliant effort. And, you know, Rick can be relatively surly at times. He's been doing this a very long time, and he's, he's not a massive fan of having a microphone jammed in front of his face, but he was happy to talk to anyone mm. uh, after the races. So congratulations to them. I thought they did a, a wonderful job. But he also said, too, in a lot of posts, he says, um, you know, I love my new car. How good is this thing? So mm. it's good. I think that good it's feeling. just given him a little bit bit more of a boost, I guess, in, in the way of it's, you know, he can now see that he's on the same playing field as a lot of the other guys. Yep. And it's going to come down to what Kelly Racing do under the skin of that thing. To make it better and to beat the other cars that are in front of them. So, and I don't think it's going to take long. No. no. Now that they've had a a real live fire exercise, I reckon they'll have been the debriefs after those sessions for Kelly's would have been in depth and long, and I reckon they'll go back to the workshop now, chop this out of it, do that, tune this and tune that, and uh, I reckon they'll come out firing it at the Grand Prix. And uh, one other thing, unfortunately, towards the other the other end of pit lane, Team Sydney. Absolute struggles there. First off, you had a brand new sponsor, uh, Boost Mobile, returning. Do you reckon I, JC just dusted off that old uh, Walkinshaw um, I race just suit? don't know how it all... <laughs> I don't understand the commercial rollout of all of that. At the Super at the super Test, it was Coke, 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 Coke. Mm-hmm. And it's all about a great sponsor and Coke and Chris Bither finally being announced and all that kind of stuff. And then on the eve, they go, oh, now we're going to Boost Mobile. I just bizarre, isn't it? It was just bizarre. And to be quite frank, you know, we rolled out. We said last year that Techno really, in 2019, with Jack LeBrock, were just a roll out and put it back in the garage type team. They really didn't do a huge amount of work, and it kind of looked the same to me on the weekend. They were not fast, and if you looked at when you drive a race car, Nimsy, mm-hmm. with it's got a helmet fan and it's got a cool suit and you get out looking like you've just done 15 rounds with Mike Tyson <laughs> like Courtney did, that car is hard to drive yeah. fast. Yeah. He was sweating. And I just reckon it's all just hard. It's all just going to be hard for those guys, I reckon. It's 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 going to be a tough road, especially a, a massive uphill battle. But you, you've got to – it's funny too. Like in that position um, and – We've been, and my, this is what my dad has been very vocal within the family about, you never ever 
um, you know, presume what's going to happen to yourself. You know, you you, you stay more humble. Mm. And I don't know the comments that John O'Webb said before the event, saying that you know we've got the team, we're going to give it to Rebel Holden Racing Team. Yeah, we're going to give it to Power Racing. Yeah. yeah, it's like really, mate. I mean, great that you think that. But you probably should have just left it there. Just keep your trap shut, because now you look stupid. Just silly, and yeah. uh, you know. And then later on in the year, you could have, you could have said, "Hey, yeah, we, we thought that um, you know this is what we wanted to be, and we we knew we could probably do it. And if you were doing it, you then could elaborate on it." But saying it all messy, putting the pressure on before no. you even hit the track. Yep. Uh, before you even announce your second driver. Yeah, yeah exactly. No good. I, I just I found. When it could have been, I know there was a lot of consternation about it and questions about it in the off season. I would have thought the rollout would have needed to be very slick, yeah. Especially when you got someone like Coke, and we now know Boost. Mm. That should have been all singing, bizarre. all dancing. But that was bizarre—the whole Coke rollout too. Uh, I mean, everybody weird. saw on the back the of a flatbed, yeah, on the back of a flatbed <laughs> before it was even announced. It was, like, it what? was, it was. Photos were taken of it by a particular media outlet and put on their Facebook and put on their their media page, their website page, three hours before the launch. Mm. Um, maybe it was a ploy. I don't know, but uh, it's a bit, anyway. bit bizarre. Uh, one last step on the podium, Super Two, very very impressive. Now, despite the fact there was all this talk about oh it's a small grid, I just thought there was some fantastic racing. Good racing, wasn't it? Mm. it I was mean, it, awesome. it was really really good racing. I, I think. Um, uh, the size of the grid, and we talked about this in super ute terms, as long as there's really great racing up the front, then it's it's going to be a really good visual, uh, a spectacular visual thing to watch. So uh, really good for them. The one for me that stood out was big Tommy Randall. Yep. Um, you know, he, he appeared on SEN during the week and had a bit of a chat to uh, to Jared. And I, and I just think he is fighting so much and he just did such a great job. Stayed in the media, didn't hide himself away. Obviously f- feeling pretty average, but was able to get a result. He was the story of the weekend for me. In fact, across main game, in fact, across all racing, was Tommy Randall. I thought he was brilliant on the weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he did a great job, especially with what he's been through. Yep. Um, also, obviously, I uh, my choice... For the Super 2 was, uh, I think yours was Tommy and mine was Will Brown, but I did yep. forget about Brody. And uh, mm. if I had remembered about Brody, I probably would have gone there because, <laughs> I, you know, I know I know Brody quite well. And uh, and he was ripping in that car, uh, obviously pre, uh, I guess pre when they decided to build a ZB for the Enduros last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was, and even the year before, he was mm. winning races, won Sandown, mm. you know, like... Just, just a hustler. He reminds me a bit of SVG and how he drives and what he does, you know, because he well, just... Well, he mentors him, doesn't he? Yeah, and he just gets in and he just does the job. And if the car's crap, then he just drives around it and he just does what he can. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, that didn't surprise me, his pace on the weekend at all. And I think he's going to be definitely, you know, it's going to be out of those three. It's going to be out of Brody, it's going to be out of Thomas, and it's going to be out of Will Brown, who's going to take that championship. That's, it's my opinion. The thing I love about Tommy too is, look, yes, he's we, we's docu- his story's been well documented, but and yep. we've been, f- and uh, the fact that he could have had two race wins because on the Saturday or in race two, it was just Brody edging him in, t- in the last couple of laps that sort of uh, cost him that. But it would have been so easy to be deflated and be like, ah, oh, damn it, I let that one slip. But he came back harder and faster and got on the top step on the Sunday. I yeah. don't think that's in him. I don't think to be. I've never seen him downbeat, downtrodden. I've always only ever seen him. 
well, really quite positive about it, things. So. If, if any time that you were going to see that, we would have seen that at Townsville last year when he yep. had his race win and got it taken off him yep. because of a safety uh, restart, safety car restart infringement. So yep. uh, then he came back and won at Queensland Raceway. So um, he did. You know, just I, I just love the way he goes about his race. And I love his his mental strength, and obviously that's showing in the obviously the the personal health. Uh, drama that he's had with testicular cancer lately. Mm. Uh, we give our big wishes to Tommy. We really look forward to see. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back on the grid at Simmons Plains too. But uh, that was the podium. We do it thanks to Australian Made. Look for the green and gold Aussie Made logo to be sure it's authentically Aussie Made. You're listening to the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, and together we're building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. And remember, you can catch up on all of our previous episodes of The Driver's Seat and even some bonus content, too, on the Driver's Seat app. We do it thanks to Kubota, Building Australia. Uh, But before we wrap up shop here, it's time for this. This is The Driver's Seat Race Rewind. That's thanks to Shannon's insurance for motoring enthusiasts. Why insure with anyone else? Now, both you boys were in action at the Superloop Adelaide 500. And we start off with you, Matty, because... uh, this is your return to competitive racing. And looking mm-hmm. at the results, big fella, uh, top 10 fil- finishes in all three races and a highlight with a P4 in race one. I always wondered what it looked like at the front of the grid. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, it was, a, it was a, an absolute cracker for Trans Am. Um, we had 20 cars, I think. Uh, we did all sessions and all races bar, I think, four laps in race one under safety car. So it was a really, really good experience. Uh, we had some great results, which was cool, um, with Kubota on the car and yellow cover and all the other sort of bits and pieces. But, yeah, we got out of there. I- I'll tell you what, you lie awake at night thinking about the race and what could go wrong and what could go right, and all you want to do is make sure you get out of there with no damage. Mm-hmm. And we didn't put a mark on the car. (laughs) I did not spend any money on damage. So that, for me, was a win. But, yeah, fifth in the uh, championship right now. Hugh was fourth. Crowd loved it. And, in fact, Aaron Noonan, the sleuth, on his sort of uh, wrap-up podcast said the Trans Ams were one of the highlights. Mm. Yeah. So I was happy Very with that. Cool. Now, Matty, we've all, as you know, we've had a, a question on the driver's seat app, uh, which you answered previously. Uh, but because obviously there is there was that talk at the start of the year, TA2, Trans Am, mm-hmm. what's going on? I, mm-hmm. uh, just So I've got this right. You will be at SMP on March 28, correct? I will be at SMP Where on March go. 28 uh, with the TCR, TCM, S5000, Super 3, and I think the Porsche Challenge is there yeah, as well. Which is called, the, I think it's now Michelin called Challenge the, or something. Yeah, yeah, the Sprint yeah. Challenge. So March 28th is round two. So if you're in around SMP on March 28th, it's going to be huge. Yep, it's yep. going to be absolutely huge. As yeah. I mentioned, March 28th and SMP, Stephen, that is also the same time that you will be back in action for the Touring Car Masters. Sorry, the Gulf Western Oils Touring Car Masters. And... You had a bit of a tough weekend uh, for the debut of the XD Falcon. And I'll tell you what, some pretty stellar driving to avoid it being uh, <laughs> turned into a can opener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as Matty pointed out before, we were just very happy to come away with no damage for the weekend. Mm. Uh, you know, as we as we speak right now, we're, we're, you know, I'll be finishing here and going straight over to, uh, uh, to my sponsor, uh, Full Throttle Custom Garage is opening today, mm-hmm. um, just outside of Newcastle and Beresfield. So, cars there, Brie and Jet and Lacey are there. There's heaps cool. of people there. Um, hopefully, they're 
working uh, something, doing something, <laughs> selling something. Um, but um, it was tough, mate. But you know, brand new car. We didn't even get a chance to really. We didn't even do a test day. So no. To get down there, uh, we had a massive tail shaft vibration. I had a massive rear differential issue in qualifying, which nearly sent me into the fence at 240k an hour, which would not have been good. Um, so we qualified basically last um, and to come through from I think it was 90th or 20th on the grid to finish uh, 8th, 5th and 5th in the three races and be uh, I think third overall in points, second overall in, in the round yeah. in uh, yeah in pro masters and third overall for the for the whole field. Uh, I take that. Solid effort. You know, I take that. You know, absolutely. Um, and as you pointed out, mate, yeah, there was a couple of hairy moments here. Obviously, the one coming out of turn seven with uh, <laughs> Roll the, Harris, yeah, with the Camaro or the two Camaros and the yeah. uh, and the Tirana, and yeah. obviously Roll Harris getting tagged. Unfortunately, not nothing of his doing. No. Um, and yeah, it, it could have been a lot, lot worse. So I'm just ha- happy that we we got what we did, and we got a lot of we got a lot of work to do with that car. We there's a lot of I guess areas that we can make it better. And we just need to try to get a test day in between now and, and obviously SMP round to uh, to work out what it likes and what it doesn't like. But can I tell you, Nimsy, the TCM pits, there was people standing around. And then when you got to Stevie J's garage, there was about 50 people standing out the front having a look at the car. Um, it had a huge impact on the weekend. Everybody, no matter what you whether you bleed red or blue, everybody wanted to see the XD. Mm. Yeah. And it was good to see your dad down there and Bree and Mum and everyone hanging around. Your dad was great with people. Uh, everybody, except for half of the TCM field, loves that car. Yeah. Crowd loves it. <laughs> no, actually, everybody bar, everybody bar probably 2 or 3% of the TCM field love it. Um, so anyway. But there's a few that don't. There's, there's, a, couple, there's a couple that don't. But that, and that's all I'll... Put it down. There's only a couple. That was the race rewind. All thanks to our great mates at Shannon's Insurance for Motoring Enthusiasts. Get a quote for a chance to win a trip to Le Mans plus an Indian FTR 1200S. Before we go, we have to talk about the Bendix Brakes big moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes big moment. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. If you want cleaner wheels, fit a Bendix Brakes. We did talk about this earlier in the show, but... You got to say that uh, SVG Sunday was pretty much the moment that changed the entire race, wasn't it? He had a shocker on Sunday, and his team had a shocker. I don't think he had a shocker. I mean, no, he, I think he. he had, well, when I say he, I don't mean his him, result. His yeah. result was a shocker. Um, as, as soon as you get a DNF in this championship, it's it's really hard to to come back. Well, from, he's not so. even in the top ten of the standings. He's thirteen, you know? yeah. 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 So so that was a, that was a big hit very early on in his season. I think that happened to him last year too, didn't? I yeah, because uh, at the AGP, remember he lost a wheel. Yes, he did. He <laughs> lost a wheel. So he's he's always seemed to have been coming back from something that's happened to him early on in the season. You know, like and it, when you got the caliber of teams and drivers that uh, are in there at the moment. You know, you can't give away those points. Cam Waters found it hard last year with the issue that he had with um, with the cool suit failure. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, I feel for Shane because I just think he drove a ripping race, ripping weekend, qualifying. He was always up the front, and I think he did a damn good job of missing Cam Waters when that thing failed. Oh yes. <laughs> like that could have easily that was been. So close. That could have easily been that Monster Energy Falcon backwards into that concrete. Yep. To, uh, the concrete wall on the outside of turn seven. If Shane just wasn't able to pull it up and get behind him, 
um, I think you would have found that the, the top three result would have been a little bit different. If anything, this is going to make SVG hungrier for the AGP. You've got four short, quick races there. And, uh, and he's good there. He's, yeah. <laughs> so, he's very good there. Yeah. So I'd be very surprised. Watch for the AGP. It'll be good. I'd be very surprised if I don't see uh, SVG up the front there. But uh, that was our uh, Bendix Brakes big moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes, Australian technology for all weather confident braking. And that about wraps up another big edition of the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. We'll see you again same time next week. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.